Yo, what is good, Washington Football Addicts, Washington Football Nation? We are back on a special two. This is our second segment this week, but this is our episode 100. 100. 100. Two powder for the 100. That's right. That's right. And so today we figured if it's episode 100, we hit the century mark. We figured we wanted to bring in a friend of ours, a great friend of the show, to help us celebrate the 100th episode and help us talk some 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 Dallas and some Washington football. So you know him as number 13 on the field. He's number one in our hearts. Let's go ahead and bring in Mr. Anthony Armstrong. Yeah, what's going know, on, man? How y'all doing? What's going on, man? Congrats on 100, man. That's yeah. that's tough. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. We that's appreciate tough. you coming on with us, man. Yeah, Thank no you very problem. Much. Last time we talked, I think it was uh, early uh, or midsummer. The team was going through training camp and stuff. So a lot has happened since July is when we last, last had you on. Yeah, it's been yeah. interesting for sure. Yeah, and, but first, before we get started, I just want to say, you know, on behalf of all of us, congratulations to you on the on the birth of your son. Uh, welcome, Thank baby you. Arrow. Yeah, yeah Arrow. baby boy Arrow. Love the name, man. And you know what? It all makes sense because I on the, on the thumbnail picture – I had you, I had you with the arrow. I mean, and yeah. it totally hit me. I was like, man, that, that's, that's yeah. awesome. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's a blessing, man. He's a cool little dude, man. He's a cool yeah. little dude. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. And, um, so yeah, let's, let's just, let's just kick it right off. Um, so it's, it's Dallas week. This is a huge week for us. You know, we we're on a four game streak. We're just now at, at six and six. So we got a lot of football left six games or excuse me, five games left. And for, for us, it's all into the division. Um, before we get rolling, there are a few people who just want to jump in and say, hi, we have our boy T ho, uh, say hi. uh, Mr. Thomas Millen. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Um, Mr. Mark Whitey, Whitey Pines Wood. Welcome. Welcome. Um, Yes, blessing talk to a family legend. That's right. That's you, Aunt. That's you. Oh man. And uh Tio says big fan. So yeah, yeah number, th- number number 13. So yeah, Mark, so just Mark. kicking it right off. What what is your fondest memory of you know of Dallas up here in Washington? Can you give us a little bit of insight of what it was like, you know, being on the team, prepping, having it at home, and then having it away? Oh man! It, so my my first game was Dallas Week in 2010. Um, that was the the game that you know Dallas had the ball at the end, and it was like incomplete pass to Roy Williams, and like I was like the second dude to rush the field because I was so hyped to one to have one be playing in the league, and then two to beat my hometown team. So I was mad hyped. Um, but then like you learn how much DC and, and Washington fans dislike Dallas. It blows my mind. They didn't, they didn't want to accept me because I was from Dallas or I'm from the Dallas area. And they're like, I don't know, man. I'm like, but I'm on, I'm on y'all side now. Right. But <laughs> it's, it's literally an entire week of like, Hey, we've been a, First this week we're gonna punch Dallas and then then we're gonna kick Dallas and then we're gonna push him off a cliff. It's like every day you got something that you want to do, um, and that actually that makes its way onto the field. Um, it's it's an exciting week, and as you know that if you win two games all year, you better beat Dallas twice, right. and everybody will be they'll deal with the fact that hey ain't but two wins, but hey we'll beat Dallas right. Um, the emotions always there, 
and it carries over onto the field. It really does. I mean, for me, it was a, it was a you got to show out because your family's in the stands. Yeah, you know everybody that you know I knew growing up, they're Cowboys fans, but they they cheering for me that day. You know, so Dallas Week's always special, always special. Um, yeah, one one of the best, and yeah. I, I like that the schedule makers put these games at the end of the year now because they Do have you? a little bit more. Do it's, you? I like it outside, too. I ain't gonna lie. From the outside, you like okay, you know this means more. It's it's, it's cool. It's always gonna be a big game, but when every, when it's zero zero, you know, on the record book, like you beat them yeah. then, and then yeah, you remember, but you forget. You know, it gets down to the end of the line. Now when it means yeah. something, it just adds that much more to it. Um, I was I was talking to a friend. Um, long time. He's a he's a Reds, a Washington fan, and he was like, "Man, can he's like, I want, I need Chase Young's energy on the sideline this game. Like he he needs him on the sideline, and and I can feel that. Like, shoot, I wish I could be on the sideline. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when they come to Dallas, I want to be on the sideline. But hey, we'll see what happens. I lo- I just love this week. It's a it's probably one of the best rivalries in football. Yep, um, it, it's underrated. It's underrated, but it's it's a deep seated like we don't like y'all. Right. We don't like y'all. Chris McDaniel says, hating Dallas is a special kind of passion. Uh, Tio says, been a heated rival for many years, and the rest of the season means a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. And this and this is a rivalry that was born out of hate between two teams and two coaches uh, from the inception of the Dallas Cowboys. Because it literally before the Cowboys were formed, they were already were a rival. Because our owner wouldn't vote to bring in the franchise. So in turn, they stole the rights to the old fight song. Mm-hmm. And basically said, we'll sell you back those rights to that fight song if you vote for us to have a franchise. So like you want to talk about that's probably the first time there's ever been a rivalry in sports that began before there was ever a game. Yeah, that's crazy. And if that tells you tells you anything about how how deep it runs. Um I I've always wondered this, and you're a man who can provide really unique perspective on this. Not too many people have seen both sides of this coin. But uh, what's the difference between Washington fans and Dallas fans, especially in general, but also towards the players in your mm-hmm. experience? Oh, man. That's like that's kind of tough. Like down here, if you play for the Cowboys or so – like full disclosure, like I have I have cowboys that are clients of mine on the real estate side, right? And you know, I'm I'm friends with them and you know, but they know I play for Washington. So like this week, like we ain't cool. Um, but we, you know, if they need help, I'm gonna still help them out. And I and I told uh, you know, a young fella, I was like, Man, you're a superstar now, like in the city, like they love you. And it's 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 the same vibe. Like people love cowboys players down here. Um, but I will say growing up, as a growing up. You didn't have that r- hatred towards Washington that Washington had towards Dallas. You know what mm. I mean? It was just another game on the schedule. And I and honestly, I think it was, you know, you grew up in the early 90s. It's like you know, Cowboys fans were focusing on San Francisco, Green Bay. Who's going to stop the Cowboys from getting to the Super Bowl? So you were you were a Dallas fan growing up? I grew up a Dallas fan. The first football team I played on was, was the Cowboys. I wore 22. Um, my mom was up there yelling, get him, get him. you know, so like Emmett, you know, Michael Irvin See? lived in the neighborhood. Like I grew up a Cowboys fan. And I matter of fact, I I I I was in the 
Cowboys organization with the Desperados in 07 and 08 in arena ball. And my head coach, Will McClay, who runs the draft for the Cowboys, you know, he was a scout at that point. And so he was always pushing his players to be like, hey, you need to look at this guy, look at this guy. And so when I didn't, I didn't get signed by them, I ended up having to go to Miami. I say having to. Miami signed me after that whole conglomerate, you know, Bill Parcells, Sperano. It was like Dallas on South Beach. Um, they went down there and then they signed me. And then eventually I worked my way up to Washington. So by the time I got to Washington, I'm like deep seated, kind of pissed off that Dallas never got me, it gave me a shot, right? I'm like the hometown kid, I'm there, da, da, da. So now I'm on the other side. And it was like, it wasn't like, you know, LeBron James and the decision, but it was oh, like, I, it's like, your I talent was to DC, huh? yeah, but it wasn't my choice. I was like, I need a job. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but, you know, it was like, when we came down to Dallas, I was like, I want to beat their ass. I want to yeah. beat their ass and show them what they could have had. You know what I mean? And right. then, then, then you wrote a book, then you wrote a book called, you know, surviving Dallas. Hey, shot. Nah. <laughs> no, what he what he did was he went down and dropped five catches for a hundred yards in Dallas at the end of the at season. The That's what he did. That's at what he did. Crib. Did and you have family at the game too? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it was that's, that's, it's good. But like, so like you talk about the relationship with the fans, um, it, both both sides. I I would say that Washington fans seem to be. Y'all know the roster all the way up and down. Y'all know all 53. And now it's like a damn near 90. I don't know. But y'all know all the y'all know all but like y'all give so much love. Rest in peace, Cole Brennan. You know what I mean? Like Marco Mitchell, like those guys that were like in the preseason who were like, man, this guy really need to make the right. Like, I see so much love for Cam Sims. Like, I'm like, these dudes could could stay in DC and then just have a great life after football and never even touch the field and still be. You know, popular hell. I go back to DC and still get some love every now and again. So, yeah. like that's big. I don't, you know, you don't get that down. Here. I don't get that down here. And I mean, the big names do, right? right? I mean, Dak, you know, Zeke. Those guys get love, but they're not finna call on you. Hey, Noah Brown's out here, right? So, right. I mean, no, no disrespect, but it's just like I don't even know. You know I don't even know who fucking Noah Brown is. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wears eighty five, right? He wears eighty five. He looks like CD Lamb, but he's not CD Lamb on the there field, you go. right? Not as fast. Yeah, Our boy so, uh, Shotguns, he's a so he's a Bears fan. He's a Packers fan stuck in Chicago. He's a mm. fr- friend of the show. He, I guess that's why he said he loves his his Robert Sides Packer bear. So he's my friend. People, in real, he's my friend in real life. He's a cool guy. Okay. Couple more folks want to say hi to you, man. This is our friend Marcus Edlin. Good to What's see up, you. Um, Thomas says, I love the end of the year robbery. Make it our own fate. It's how we made it last year. Prove your worth. This is the most hype I've been about our robbery in a long time. And we did work last year. Fuck Dallas. Not sorry. Chris McDaniel, welcome. Loving the story. Yeah, Chris, Chris loves the uh the history. Thomas says when he was five years old, saying boo Dallas, even more facts. My two sons are Pittsburgh and Washington, just like their mom and dad, but every week they know boo. Dallas. That's right. Yeah. One more comment for the, for the group. T. Hill says, I know Randy Moss wanted to be a Cowboy, but he got drafted by the Vikings, and on his rookie season, he got three T's against his team. Really remind me back in the late 90s. I remember that game. Oh, my yeah. God. And then, literally, every touchdown, we was like, Jerry, wait. You could have had that, Jerry. You over here wanted to go. I, I forget who he drafted that year. I think he drafted somebody on defense. It might have been the Roy Williams draft, something like that. Somewhere in that mm. time frame, it was just like Randy Moss or Whoever the hell you picked. Right. And and 
you know, now you look at it like Jerry now will take seems like he'll take a chance on a guy with the checkered past. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. man, show you wish you would have took a chance on who, Randy Moss. Yeah. Who are your who are your top five receivers all time? All time? Right. Uh man, so my lists I'll, I'll start off. My favorite receiver of all time is Marvin Harrison. Mm, good one. Right. That was he had to what the 143 catches. I was in college. And according and, to the according to the streets, yeah, hey, right. on top of the nah. hey, you know what I mean? Catch, silent catch, silent. Catch, catch, catch your balls on the field, catch your bodies off of it. Hey, you know right. what I mean? Don't say nothing, don't say nothing. You know what I mean? But but yeah, Marvin was was my dude. You know, you growing up, everybody loves Jerry Rice. Um, but then like when I was in college. I was looking at the receivers that were out there, and you know, T.O., 6'3", 200-something pounds, and then, you know, Randy Moss, 6'4", jumping up over everybody. Like, I like to I'm, I'm, I like to be like Moss, but I was, I'm only 5'11", like 1'6". Right, like, right. Like so I was like, I was like, this little dude is balling. I like him. So I studied, I studied Marvin Harrison. He's, like, my favorite. Um, but, I mean, you go, you got to put Randy Moss up there, and this is in no particular order. You could always argue it. But Randy Moss is one of the best to ever do it. I mean, he's got a verb, right? right. Yeah, anybody getting, getting anybody getting riced. You know anybody getting, ain't nobody getting art monk. Yeah, you ain't getting monk, right? But you, 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 well, art monk, obviously legendary, Hall of Famer, but Randy ouch, Moss is ouch. out there. <laughs> I'm the biggest art monk fan in the world, so I'm like, I'm like, ouch. I love, I love, <laughs> I, I, you know. I mean, hell, I didn't get to watch. I didn't get to watch much art, art right, monk right. growing up, yeah. right? Yeah. Plus, uh, he's I mean, a very, very understated. He didn't. Talk to the media. He didn't dance. He didn't. He wasn't. But he quietly retired. Probably when he retired, he's probably the greatest. When he left, you yeah. know, obviously Rice most came and all that. Most yeah, it was Rice broke his career reception yeah. mark. Yeah. Broke all of his records. Yeah, I mean Jerry. Jerry was a consummate pro. I remember watching. Right. Him. He dropped a pass once, and I was like, "What the hell going on?" Like, he, I always Moss, have a problem with the Moss and uh, Rice because I always felt like Moss was. Probably the most talented, but I always felt like right. But Rice was still the greatest. But I, but I always felt like if not the slight Moss's work ethic, because I'm sure in order to be a Hall of Famer, you have to be yeah. having impeccable work ethic. But you know, it seemed like uh, Rice was at another level at it, and, and I felt I, like that's what if 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 that ever that kind of work that ethic ever got to Moss, he would be clearly the goat. Yeah. You know, but but that's the only reason I, I put him that. above him. It's like Mayweather and, and, and Ali. Like, Ali Rice had to, though, right? Moss was a physical yeah, specimen. Rice, yeah, yeah. Rice yeah, had right, nothing right. that that off the chart, like the measurables. So he had to yeah. be better at his craft. At least that's, that's how I that's see That's what. It. The, but you can look at it like, though, you can say, well, that makes Moss even more amazing because he didn't even really even, you know. <laughs> it's it's kind of like it's kind of like Shaq, right? Like right. Shaq was so dominant. And then Kobe yeah. would be so pissed off. Be like, dude, if you would just work more, you yeah. would just be – Completely unstoppable. You make all your free throws. But yeah, I mean, but I ain't got to. Yeah, he's like, I don't got to. Yeah, I, I got, to, I got twizzle. I got yeah. twizzle. <laughs> but I mean, like, I shoot, think. give me, give me Randy Moss. You put a Jerry Rice up there. Give me Marvin Harrison. Um, who else would be on my top list? It's like I, I, you could easily say To. He, he's on the top of my top of my tongue. I feel like To. I feel like To is. He's, he's he's a physical specimen. Um, obviously, was a great player. Um, he he could be that one where it's like kind of like maybe like a six and a seven. 
um, some underrated guys. I love underdogs and underrated yeah. cats. Like yeah. I was looking at the Bengals. I'm like, why isn't Chad Johnson getting more conversation? Like Chad yeah. was a baller. Yeah, uh, Chad, Chad was, was a baller, man. Baller. Route Chad running baller. like crazy. Um, I mean, he's a favorite. Steve Smith, undersized, just just a straight dog with it. Um, so many. I mean, Michael, you could you could put Michael Irvin in there. Depends Sterling on how Sharp. you look at it. Sterling Sharp. Sterling Sharp. He was. He had that. He had. He got hurt though, and that was that. Right. Like shortened his career. He was. He was killing. He was yeah. really killing. I mean, then you go go to the Rams. Uh, yeah, Isaac Bruce, Rams, Torrey Isaac Holt. Bruce, Torrey Holt. Like yeah. pick one. Yeah. You know, pick one. Yeah, you know real, what I'm saying? Man. Shoot, Keenan McCardell was was balling back in the day. Yeah, There's so many, so was, many great receivers. That was a dude. Yeah, and that was a dude who I always cheered for, and he was actually drafted by Washington and mm. didn't make the roster. The first go around, he came back. Yeah, um, it's funny, it's funny how that works. <laughs> he was he was my coach that first that first uh, first yeah. year in twenty ten. Uh, yeah, yeah he, he was, was on staff. He was on staff. He was on Washington staff, man. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm I would assume he's got to be a really good coach because he just his his whole game was very cerebral because he wasn't a physical specimen. So I imagine he had to be a good coach. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. Um, I, I definitely learned a lot from him. Um, shoot, learned a lot from Santana. Learned a lot from Joey Galloway. Um, just it was more just like whatever y'all doing. I'm so you ever you ever worked out with Joey Galloway? How was that? So no, I didn't work out with him. He no, just I showed. Either. He showed up. No, he just showed up. You know, they signed him in in that uh, that off season, and I'm mm-hmm. like, man, that's Joey Galloway. I'm like, damn, you old as hell. Um, but then I laughed because like. <laughs> I'm old. I'm as old now as he was when he came in. Like he was like 37 or 38. Yeah, but he, he was like up. a. He, I'm talking about work out with him, like lifting weights and stuff. Nah, man, I didn't ever, didn't ever work out with him. I just, I just know he was always fast. I was like, you can still run. Jacked. That was like jacked, like DK Metcalf, Jack. No, no, he was. He's not that big. Yeah, he's more slight, but he is ripped up. He's yeah. very fast. Sliced. He is, yeah, he is very he looked he, he 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 looked like then how Rod Gardner looks like now, and yeah, y'all are massive. Washington fans, and yeah. and you're not following Rod Gardner on Instagram. He's a funny follow, but that dude, you wish he had been in that shape when he played. Should we have McCoon? He was ripped like that. Man, I tell you, <laughs> there's so many things that you go back and look. You're like, man, I wish I would have. Yeah, there, there's a whole bunch I wish I would have done. You know, if I back when I was playing, but yeah, hey, it is then we it get is. then we get old. <laughs> yeah, life I, goes I on. Mean, I feel like hell if I'd have, if I'd have, if I'd have changed just a couple of things, I'd have been I'd have still been playing now if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, probably probably so, so. man. Uh, Shotguns asked, who who do you think is the favorite in the NFC? You got some Ooh. good folks. You got Arizona, who's probably at the top right now yeah. of most people's lists, and then uh, of course Dallas at eight and four. Do you, would you take Arizona uh, over Tampa Bay if they played today, though? Like if they had a match today and both were at full force, who would you take over them to? I think I got to lean on on Tom Brady just because he's the goat. I agree. Um, I, the, the 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 beautiful thing about Arizona is that that is probably the best head coach and quarterback mesh right. that you're going to get. That's the only reason Cliff Klinger got that job is because he runs the exact offense that Kyler Murray is going to be successful in. Like yeah. you can't say, hey, we're going to get, you know, uh, you don't put Kyler Murray in Tennessee and run that offense and yeah. him be successful. 
Right. He came no shade to uh, Colt McCoy looked good in it though. So well, Colt McCoy, <laughs> shoot, Colt, hey, Colt McCoy is he's a smart player. He's a really smart player. He can spin it. He can spin it. Yeah, a, a Texas, a a Texas legend in his own right, right? Yeah, yeah, Man, Colt, yeah, Colt, yeah Colt. for sure. For sure. One of one of the best quarterbacks in college ever. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, nice can't too. take it from him. Yeah, can't nice take it from him. I mean, he's, yeah. he can play. Colt can play. So he's going to be smart enough to have some success. But I mean. Kyler's been in that style of offense his whole entire like yeah. life. Like, Kingsbury came from uh, he was a he was Texas Tech, right? Was he Texas yeah. Tech? He yeah. played at he Texas Tech. He played in that air raid offense. He he recruited Kyler Murray. He'd been yeah. trying to get Kyler Murray literally his whole entire career. Now it's like, hey, if I have the number one pick, I would take Kyler Murray and USC. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go to Arizona. Look at that. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I would I would I would lean on Tampa just because they got Tom. Um, Arizona's defense is Arizona's defense is playing really well. Um, I'm interested to see just if the Rams gonna you know finally put it all together because I mean yes. Cooper Cup is hey, playing man. out of his mind. It's Stafford, man. He's gonna tank. Man, you know the thing about man, man I'll say I'll say Stafford is definitely an upgrade. He's an upgrade oh, yeah. from golf. Man, oh, yeah. You can say yeah, but golf got to the conference finals, man. Until Stafford gets to the conference Look, finals, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Let me tell you about. It. I don't know Jared Goff personally. It ain't no shade, and then I've never been a huge like. Everybody's like, "Oh my God, he's the next." I've never really thought that. I felt like he's overrated. Just, he, Stafford, yeah, he, Stafford won one overrated. game with the Lions last year too. That is true. I mean, I, <laughs> he has a Stafford has a much bigger arm, and that's yeah. what that's what that offense was missing. Yeah, Jared Goff is a guy that's like. You told me to do it one, two, three, check it down. I'm gonna do it one, two, three, check it down. If you yeah. take it back to that that play, it was against the Patriots, and you started to realize it was in the Super Bowl. They would they started playing the the keeps differently, right? The way that those keeps are supposed to work, that guy on the end line, he usually rushes down, the quarterback can roll back out. Well, the way they played it, they sent somebody to just say, Don't even worry about the fake, and they run straight up field. That immediately triggers hot route to the quarterback. And so golf did exactly what he was supposed to do. But then Belichick was thinking one play ahead. He's yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to make him throw this pass. And then we're going to have somebody right there to make the play. And once you see that, you're like, that's simply what it is. Golf is going to do what you tell him to do. Yeah, golf yeah. is going to be golfing. He's just doing what you tell him to do. If you saw the hard knocks when they first came out, it was Jeff Fisher's was it his last year he got fired that I can't remember, but you was Coach clear Fitty, that golf was just yes, he he is the most famous eight and eight coach that kept a job for, Fitty, Fitty. I don't know how he kept the job so long, but yeah, you could see golf just wasn't it just wasn't there. And he did exactly like you said, and like one, two, three, like I don't know anything else outside of that one, two, three, but I, yeah. I can get you the one, two, three. And that year yeah. he got drafted, the quarterback talent was you know it wasn't a whole lot to go off of i mean mean, you look at the years we got like like blaine gabberts and stuff like that come out and they're like oh this is the next one i'm like yeah y'all just saying that because he the one this year like you don't got to make a story about every quarterback coming out right yeah i mean he's he's a good game manager right game manager he's gonna do what you ask him to do but there's a time and a place where you need a guy that's gonna like make that big boy throw yeah you know what i mean like yeah. he's gonna off. be able to make a big boy throw, yeah. and he threw it at what do you do? He threw it away on a fourth down, and they booted him. Not too. Many. Stafford makes that big boy throw. He's because he got a big ass arm. He does. Right? He does. He didn't have yeah. much around him. 
now he now you can say okay he won one game in Detroit yeah now you got literally you have a stacked offense yeah. you got to be successful now I mean another guy that yeah. kind of falls in that category is I mean Matt Ryan I'm not a huge yeah. Matt Ryan fan I think he's just kind of a you know another little hyped up Jerry he Goff got, person he got it he got an MVP and a Super Bowl appearance Super Bowl appearance. okay look you was up 28 to three <laughs> now yeah. at, at some at some point at some point now I mean you could everyone point all these fingers look Matt Ryan's had Tony Gonzalez he's had Julio Jones for many many years yeah yes. Roddy White who was who yep. was the leading you know the franchise leading receiver he's had some hellified running back he's had a hellified offense every single time he's been there Sounds yeah. like Chris Paul to me. <laughs> yeah, they they screwed him on getting on getting that first trade over there to the Lakers when he first tried to get out there. What did that say? Thomas saying was my favorite yeah, yeah. active uninjured player, and then injured included. He's talking about on, on Washington. Yeah, but I think he meant on Washington. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I'm a huge Terry McLaurin fan, and that's and, I think and, that's easy. That's the next question. That's what do you think question. about Terry McLaurin? Terry McLaurin is so underrated; it's ridiculous. Like I don't think he is anymore. I think he's going to no, be great exactly where he should be at the end of the year. We'll see. We'll see. But he, I, I feel like people put Terry in that like Keenan Allen category. Yeah. Keenan Allen is so underrated. He's tough, man. Yes, he runs routes. I mean, he's not the yeah. fastest. He's not yeah. the fastest, but he's gonna get open. He's gonna catch yeah. the ball. He's gonna make plays. And yeah. and Terry does this. I think what was it? Jason Reed was like, Terry McLaurin is not a superstar. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding. You got your damn mind. He's like, yeah, like they forced he's the ball. Going, and, uh, Jason, Jason, Jason Reed. Jason Reed. You understand? Jason Reed made his living as a Washington beat reporter. Hating everything this team did, so I will, I will, you gotta I will take that say, with salt. I will say that was one thing they told us, not not specifically about Jay Reed, because we we we're cool, but like coming in, they were like, man, you gotta watch the media, man, because they, yeah. they they try to tear you down. Tune it but out. Look, Terry McLaurin has been the best receiver and probably one of the best players on offense for this team as long as he's been there. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had a number two. He has not had a, a, a somebody to take the pressure off of. And they just force the ball to him every single third down, and he makes yeah. plays. Yep, he still and leads some, the league. You got to give this dude some respect. You got to give him some respect, man. I mean, like I would love, I would so hope that Curtis Samuel can just have a, a huge impact and just take some pressure off. Because if he can, now things start flowing a little bit. That's what we need to happen. You think, you think Kurt? You, you think Curtis could be the Reggie Wayne to Terry's Marvin Harrison? Man, shoot. Because for some reason, I watch Terry, and Marvin Harrison is one of the guys that comes to mind because of of the low-key demeanor and because of the fact that he's always making the catch no matter what. Yeah. I mean, he could be. He could be. I mean, he's just now getting back back on the field, um, needing to stay healthy. It's tough to come back from, you know, soft tissue injuries like that, Um, especially if you're trying to go full speed. He's He's a burner. I mean, if you yeah. can't run fast, I mean, hell, I, I I suffered that plenty of times. You pull a hamstring, that's my best weapon is getting downfield, pushing pushing the ball downfield. So if I can't run, it don't help me help us out in much. But um, can he? Yes, yes. But you know, when is it going to happen? Hopefully on Sunday. Hopefully on Sunday. So we need we need him to show up to help take some pressure off of Terry. Now with Logan going out, 
you know, I mean, Logan's been out anyway, but Logan going out again, it's like, damn, now you miss that in that pre- that presence inside. Maybe Ricky Seals Jones can do something. But uh, my second, I would say my second, my second favorite player, at least on offense, uh, I like I like AG. I like Antonio Gibson. Um, hell, he yeah. came from playing receiver. And he now he's toting that note. You know what I mean? Um, I'm loving, I'm loving, uh, I'm I'm loving Taylor Heineke um when he doesn't turn the ball over, you know. But I think <laughs> I know that do. him, we all do, but I will say this: the same thing that you love him is you love him for the fact that he's scrappy and he like keeps plays alive, but then that's also where he gets in trouble sometimes, right? So as long as he's not turning that ball over, man, he he's playing good ball. Like we don't need we don't need him to be he don't need to be a Tom Brady. He don't need to go and play out of his mind. Right. Just execute the offense, get the ball where he needs to go. And he, and he will make a big boy throw. He'll, he'll make a throw here and there. He'll make a throw. And, and he's yeah. got a guy like Terry that's going to make that catch for him. So. That's right. Hey, everybody, Tony, hey, three, thank three, you for welcome. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I was going to say, I wanted, I wanted to bring this up because I had this argument all the time uh, with people especially earlier in the season when people were questioning whether or not we should have AG as a running back. They wanted to move. People were talking about, we should move him to wide receiver. That's what he played in college. And I don't know how much, I don't know how much you've seen of Antonio Gibson uh, playing receiver or out there catching passes. But I was just wondering if you ever noticed that he did early in, in college and earlier in his career have a habit of body catching. As opposed to hand catching, I don't know if you ever noticed that or not. Um, I, hadn't, and I always said that it kind of mitigates. I would say that, that that now he now I will say this: that touchdown catch he had against the Raiders is the absolute best form I have seen see him do on a catch because he actually went reached out for the ball, caught it, brought yeah. it back to him instead of letting the ball come to him. Yeah. And uh, I figured you as a receiver, maybe you'd picked up on it too. But then again, he doesn't run routes nearly as much as like a jd mckissick so kind of yeah. a limited sample size i don't know if you ever picked yeah. up on that or not i hadn't got i hadn't watched him run a whole bunch of routes I, I watched a little bit of his tape um prior to the draft um you know he showed some of his stuff but it, it was the way they use him was in more of a kind of an athlete role just try to get him the ball quickly in space and now they're just able to turn around and hand it to him i'm loving how he's developing into a running back i mean the old line is is, is oh, yeah. creating some space for him and but like when you think about a guy like that that can, you know, run around and run some routes here and there, it, it gives you so much more flexibility on offense. And that's mismatches on defense, right? So you got like let's say, for example, Leighton Vanderesh, right? I would I'm gonna take I'm gonna take AG being able to beat Leighton Vanderesh on an option route. You know, uh, look at look at how uh, the Packers are using some of those running backs and they even threw Randall Cobb in the backfield, run a little quick H post that he just has to read off of this, uh, the linebackers leverage. AG can do that. And the way that the game is going, things are more lateral and horizontal and quick, short passes. And he's able to succeed with that. Um, once again, he's probably a guy that you're not going to take him to Tennessee and fill him in for Derrick Henry, because I mean, yeah, that's, he's not going to be able to take that type of a pounding. No. But but the way that they use him in this offense, it works out well for his skill set. Yeah, hey, and Tony throws throw Samuels in the backfield too, like they did on third on the third and four. Yeah, yeah, Mix it up. yeah. That's how I'm getting. I was like, creative. nice. Tony says, yeah. uh, "Who was a tough DB you had to go against practice in Washington?" 
Man, so man, practice is we talking about practice, right? Practice is not the so, game. So well, here's the I thing. always I always love Anthony's take on practice because yes, y'all get because if you if you weren't on the first time we had Anthony on, he's about to educate y'all. <laughs> Look, practice is is it's exactly that. You get some cats who read the scripts and study the scripts, and like you think about it, you going against the same people all summer. Offenses ain't changing. They learn your rule. They learn how you run routes. They learn. So almost everybody gets to be difficult. Um, but I mean, in practice, like going against D Hall was always difficult because he was just a wild card. Like if he thought you were seeing, like if he saw you running a route, like he'll look at the route combination, he'll jump something and he's supposed to be in deep third. And you're like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Right. Like I, I remember there was a play. Um, I was supposed to run an under route. And they were running a trap two. And this trap two is where it's, it's like a Pittsburgh Steelers cover two where the, the, the corners actually play inside and they try to jump inside routes. Normally they try to force everything inside and not let you get outside. Well, I ran up and I was starting to do the under route. He jumped that. I just stayed outside. Quarterback threw me the ball. I was able to get a few more yards. The coach was yelling at me. He's like, you're supposed to run the route. And then the other receiver, like Santana was like, no, nah, he's playing ball. Like you gotta you gotta be able to adjust on the fly. So D Hall was difficult because he was gonna do some things that you weren't prepared for, but he was also gonna be able to catch the ball if it was anywhere inside of his, you know, wingspan. Um, shoot, who else was tough? I can't remember too many other people over there that we played that we had. I know Carlos Rogers Carlos Rogers was a guy. Um, I know that's probably one of those names where y'all like, man. <laughs> he was he was always like, oh shit, because he was that close to making a play in practice all the time. He was like, dang, and and you knew that you had to be on your stuff whenever you went against him. Um, but yeah, those those were probably the two toughest uh, in, in Washington, just because they they had some legit skills. Um, after a while, you you started to, as I developed, I learned how to like one. I was like, I can just I can just beat y'all. Some of y'all, I was like, I, I got y'all. I ain't not even worried about it. So, D Hall and 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 Los, because you had to be on your game every single time, or else you're gonna get embarrassed. Yeah. Somebody else Man. had a question. Did somebody Carlos, else have a question Carlos, come through there? Uh, we had another one that said, um, asking you what year did you did you uh, officially hang up the cleats? I haven't actually. Yeah. I never filed the there paperwork. You go. <laughs> You see the hey. jersey back there. I'm ready to go, man. Hey. Y'all, ladies and gentlemen, he is ready man. to go. Sign this man. Sign I might. This man. I, I I would probably pull both hamstrings uh, at one <laughs> time. Um, but no, my last year playing ball, I, I had a training camp in in Cleveland in 2014. Um, okay. Like really wild story about how I got up there. Um, like I finally returned a phone call from like that I never returned from two years. I kept the voicemail for two years. I called um, Kyle. I called Richmond Flowers, and I was like, "Does Kyle have the same phone number?" I never called him back. And he was like, "Yeah, give him a call." So I called him. I was like, "Hey, just appreciate you for everything you're having me in Washington. I enjoyed it. You know, whatever, whatever." He called me back and was like, "Hey, do you want to play ball?" And I was like, "You damn right." And so that's when I went to Cleveland. Um, but he had a little him and the GM. They didn't get along. Yeah. And so the GM got me up out of there. I, I had started all summer and it was like a super yeah. surprise when I got cut. But 2014 was the last year. Um, 
it was just it was at, it was at that point it was kind of time it was like i am not i'm not about to go through this again if yeah. i did go back on a team it was like be real with me what are, what are the expectations what do you want me to do um as long as we do what as long as we can be clear on our understanding what to do i was down to go uh, but if it was like a hey man we're gonna bring you in for an opportunity i was like look i'm not a camp body right leave me home in dallas i'll do something yeah. else was it was was that when men's end was there in, in 14 yep yeah okay that's cool hey uh our boy cody says um was shaking fellas hail anthony missed y'all gushing over my boy bates last pod say his name cody's a big john bates fan uh out of so boys he's uh, our new big rookie tight end um, yeah got some shoes to fill with logan being out i'm a big logan thomas fan myself but well well it's tell bates. john to put put something on tape this week man you want to be a legend bates. in dc do something against Dallas. Ooh, what do you think? The, uh, what do you think the uh, Heineke meter is going to be like if he pulls it off, though? If he has a Colt McCoy Dallas game. Oh man, y'all know y'all gonna put a statue up in front for, for that boy. He's <laughs> gonna have a statue out there, man. Still I premature. Mean, Still premature. I mean, like, like Heineke. I mean, I, like I said, Heineke. You know, you love him for the same reason that you hate him. But he's I can I can say that he's grown. He's grown as a court. I feel confident when you see like last week when it was like two minutes and change and he had to make a drive. I had confidence. I'm like, he's been to do this. Like it wasn't one of those like, oh Lord, have mercy, Lord, please just hope he doesn't mess up. I had confidence in the fact that he was going to be able to drive the team down the field and put the ball, you know, get in scoring position and get, you know, do something with it in a positive sense. Right. It's you don't always have that feeling. You haven't always had that feeling. You yeah. know, it used to be where it was like, damn, they gave up the game. They gave up this touchdown. And it's like, well, we ain't got nothing else going on offense. So I, I'm confident. I have confidence in them. I have yeah. confidence in them. And I, I personally, I think that I think this team can go on a good run and finish this and, and make it into the playoffs. In the I, East, I, it's definitely positive. I mean, it's possible with the with the up and downs, and you don't need, you know, no, well, we can't do eight and eight anymore, but you could be eight and nine, or yeah. you know. But so let me uh, let me ask you this. So, what is your vibe down there being it being in Texas? You're in like Central Texas, right? Dallas, Dallas area. Yeah, it's North Texas. North That's Texas. North, they call it North Texas, North but it's Texas. not even the northernmost part of Texas, but it's yeah. neither here nor there. Uh, so what's the vibe down there this week? So for up here, you've been here. We have we have Dallas week, right? You kind of hinted, alluded to it, but uh, we have Dallas week. You know, like on social media and Twitter, I posted a couple funny memes and I got all these Cowboys fans hitting me back. And it's just like, we, this ain't even a week for us. This is just another game. So is it not reciprocal? Is the rivalry not like what? It, what do they feel about this week down there? It's I'm telling you, it's a, it's it's literally just another game. Yeah. And it's it's there's there's no the only games that people get like get really hyped for is like the like the big primetime ones. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, the Tom Brady and the Bucks are coming to town or the Rams are coming to town. That's not that's not any extra like pageantry it goes into bro, the week. Bro, no, there's no pageantry <laughs> like like there's, I mean, there's so much stuff happening in this city, and I mean, there's obviously a lot happening in D.C. But like, people are diehard Cowboys fans, but you don't have as many people that have like Cowboys. There's not a lot of Cowboys license plates. They don't, I don't know how many Cowboys tattoos that you got down here. Right. Right. There's a probably a few, but you go to D.C. Like you gonna see 
DC license plate, Redskins license plate, Washington, and it's everywhere. Down here, it's just it's, it's literally just another game. Cowboys play on Sunday. All right, cool. They expect them to win. Everybody's going to blame some on Jerry. Jerry needs to sell the team. It's the same. It's the same old story, but it, it doesn't have any extra like oomph to it. I can't. I don't even think they have. I don't even think they have like a rivalry like week. It's not a. It ain't even like that. Right. It's, it's, it's wild to see. That's why it blew my mind getting to Washington where they had a whole Dallas week, and I was like. Damn, for real, like honk if you hate Dallas. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Then what you doing? What you doing on Thursday? You know, and then Thursday is you know, punch a Dallas fan, like you know. But please don't punch a Dallas fan, y'all. Don't be doing all of that. <laughs> don't be doing all of that. So it, it is. It is. It's much more. I mean, it's just another week down here for real. It really right. Is. Boy, Tio says he hopes uh big Ron signs both you and Pierre. Pierre, another good friend of our show, man. That would be Mr. That would Garcon. Be, I would be sick if we have. Yeah, both you guys back hey, on the I love, I love, I love Pierre, man. Pierre is a good dude, man. He came in, hey, took my spot, but no, he uh, came in and no, he came in. Pierre was Pierre used to have some of the craziest catches, yeah, and yeah. he was like, like built like a like he's a yeah. solid dude, right? Yeah, he played yeah, played yeah. big. He played big. Country yeah. country strong guy, man. Yeah, yeah, Haitian cat. You know what I yeah. mean? So. Just strong. He's from like a D two, D three, two as well, like Mount Union. Mount Union, uh, one, yeah. One of Virginia. the best division, you know. So I'm a division two guy too. So we both like have that grind. Um, I just wish I got to start earlier. Uh, start at like 22 years old in the league yeah. and work my way up um, instead of coming in at like 25, 26. So man, I got mad respect for Pierre what he did, um, like what he's done off the field, like community wise. Yeah. as well so he like has some good socks by the way you know yeah <laughs> I, sure. honestly i think that he he's a guy that could play in this in this um he could play in this in this in this league now the way that they like hand like the way debo samuel like gets the ball handed off to him on those little tosses and swings he's got the build to do that yeah. um so pierre could probably play but i think he's probably chilling on a boat somewhere and you know enjoying his he's, my time or something He's actually trying to become a uh, he's trying to become a professional golfer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I seen him on 980 the other day, man. Yeah, he did the post game after the Raiders show up here uh, with the with the ESPN 980 crew AM. So okay. uh, Thomas says last ten years got a lot of people talking ish to me being a Skins fan. Too many Dallas fans around here. I'm just in Virginia. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of Dallas transplants up here. We have some up here that, that you don't know about. We call it NBD. Never been to Dallas. Oh, yeah, I heard so about it, that. Yeah, so it's people who grew up in the DC area, never been to Dallas. And and we don't know why they're Dallas fans. Hey, I didn't grow up everywhere. in the DC area and I'm a Washington fan. I'm in Kentucky. But you know what? Man. That's not what we're that's not the point we're trying to make right now. You know, look, we're trying to get against Dallas fans, Dev. Come on. <laughs> Killing a vibe. Man, Killing well, a vibe. you know, but honestly, though, the like Redskins fans, they're deep down here. Yeah, really deep. But it's but they're not, I'm going to say, obnoxious. Like a Dallas fan in D.C., where is Dallas? Because they think D.C. stands for Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. But down here, like, people be Redskins fan, but they don't really – I saw a dude walking in my neighborhood. Yeah, I'm like, hey, man. It was when they were playing the, uh, the Panthers. I'm like, you think they're going to win this week? He's like, what? I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Man, like, you know, I – I wonder if it feels that way. If I was from Washington or from Virginia area, 
I wonder if I feel that way because I'm in I'm in Kentucky and I kind of feel that way when I see somebody in Louisville wearing a Kentucky shirt that pisses me off. So I can I can understand it. Like like Rayshon Rondo, man, he's from Louisville and went to UK. Like it doesn't make yeah. any sense. You see, yeah. like, I'll tell you this: Dallas fans in Virginia are a special breed. And when I say special, I'm referring to you know short bus riding. Um, I'm a Knicks fan, though, Marcus. I'm a Knicks fan, Marcus. I mean, it's it's sometimes I just really want to break my whole non-aggression principle. I don't strike first, but sometimes just like, dude, you need to catch it in the jaw. <laughs> so they really Dallas fans. They're not Philly fans, obnoxious, but they Man. sometimes. See, Anthony Philly. probably knows Philly. Philly. Ooh, ooh. Philly. Philly's a whole nother city, man. Goodness. I like I and I can appreciate like tough fans. Like when you go there and they talking shit. Like I can appreciate that. That's fun. That makes it fun. But don't get throwing stuff though, man. You ain't got to throw nothing. Yeah. Don't throw I went nothing, to I went to Philly in 2015 and got a whole beer thrown at me. So yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm not I'm not trying to get into that type of altercation. I was in a pen relays once. You were running or you were throwing? Pow, went. I, I was, hey, I, see, I kind of insulted by that comment because I ran track. I ran. I, I, as I'm saying, were you <laughs> yeah. run or were yeah, you throwing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went my freshman year in 1997, man. Oh, okay. I'm shit. I, freshman year. This body year used to be like four college. This used to be uh, 4% yeah, body oh. fat, man, in, uh, in college. You know, it used to be abs, you know, less hair. <laughs> We, we can vouch for this. Here. We've yeah. seen the video of him running a relay. Yeah. So we okay. know that was that was, a, that was in a national. That was in Alabama's uh, relay, like regionals for the national. He used, be, he used to be a four four sprinter. Okay, four three two actually. See, Ooh. he ain't no oh, time. Sorry, short him. No times dog. Don't short him. See, that's the thing, man. I was Whenever an offensive lineman. I ran four three two ten, and that's that Shively track at University of Kentucky. See, I knew how fast I was, but I mean, okay. I wasn't quick. I was fast though. That's okay. That's okay. You got you got the you got the turning over. You made it happen. Right. Hey, 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 did, did you know? Did you know that in 2010, you were third in the NFL in yards per reception at 19.8? Did you know that? I learned third, that. I third learned in that. the NFL that year. I learned that after, like, kind of later on in the year. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I was like, "Oh shit, for real!" Like, yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was stoked. Like, I always tell people, I feel like my whole like NFL career was like a fanboy experience. Sounds crazy, but like, like you line up across from Charles Woodson, I'm like, "Oh shit, this is Charles Woodson!" Oh my god, this is Charles <laughs> Woodson. You know, like you hype like that, right? Are you on the stats and you see like I'm behind. D Jack and Mike Wallace, like two like perennial deep threat receivers, and then Anthony Armstrong. You know what I mean? Like it's it it blows my mind. I it surprises me. I don't know. I'm 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 a humble guy, but like yeah. it just I would have never imagined. I'm just a kid that loved I wanted to play football, and then I was stubborn enough to keep playing football because I didn't want to go sell insurance. Like that's literally what happened. I failed my physical. I, I, I got. I didn't get drafted. I went to Atlanta for the rookie minicamp. I had broken my wrist and tore. You see that little scar? Yeah. I had surgery, and when I got out of the cast, it was like right after the draft in 05. and that was Roddy White was there, and I failed my physical. 
And they tapped me and took me out of the meeting and sent me back home. I missed a whole year of ball. I started playing flag football. And I was like, man, I'm going to try this thing again. And I went to Odessa with the Intense Football League. Played a year there. Um, I, I ended up going for a tryout, ran a 4-2, ran two four twos. Wow. I didn't, I didn't know how fast I ran. That's what's wild. I ran the 40, and I look back, and all the coaches are looking at me like, man, what the hell is this dude? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, do it again. And I'm like, all right, okay, whatever. <laughs> so I go back down there. My turn comes back up, and I run another one. They handed me business cards. Like, here you go. Like, it was Will McClay, um, Terry. Uh, I can't think of his last name. But two, two guys with the Dallas Desperados, guy with the San Jose Sabercats, um, just giving me cards. I finished my season, and then in the offseason, I had some workouts, ran a couple more four twos, got on with the Desperados. And I just kept telling myself, I got to keep going up. And eventually, I got up and made my way to Miami. And I was like, I'm not stopping now. Now I got to play. You know, I got on the field, and I wish I would have said, that I got on the field, and I was like, I need to get vested. But then if I said, if I said I wanted to play 10 years, then I'd have been playing for 10 years. I just I didn't I didn't readjust my goal. That was the one yeah. thing that messed me up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. See, that's Thomas, dope. you're right. It yeah. could have been the end, but I was like, eh, I can still do this thing. I'm yeah. gonna give it a go. Marcus says I went to the Dallas Cowboys headquarters, Diamonds in Louis Louisville, where I live. At Cowboys friends, most annoying fans in the bar. So, Dev, you got another fellow uh, Kentuckian, Louisville, Louisville guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louisville. We talk about um, a lot. Yeah. So, Ant, t- t- talk. Tell us about. So, stepping a little bit away from football, what else? What else is going on with you right now? How's how is the real estate business going for you? Pretty real good. Estate, real estate is beautiful. Yeah, um, it's a beautiful, beautiful game. Um, I have having the kids, and you know, my schedule is very, 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 very full. Uh, so I'm I'm leaning more on the listing side, putting my signs in yards and just trying to find creative ways to sell and market those homes. And then we being real, like you get a sign in the yard, like it's going to sell. But I just try to, I try to provide the most value for my people, right. um, like well beyond the transaction. Like I tell them, Hey, you can't get rid of me this easy. Like I'm still here. I'm going to still reach out to you. I'm going to help you out in whatever you need. Um, I just like to see people win, man. And it's, I mean, I guess I mean, when you look at my story, coming from, you know, I don't, even, I don't want to say like coming from the bottom and the gutter and the, eh, whatever, you know, just my road to be able to make it to the league. I know that other people can achieve a lot of stuff and going through real estate is huge. I mean, because you look at the the uh, impact that I don't think real to think about it, man, you, you have a lot of power mm-hmm. in this situation. You can change you can change an entire legacy of the family, right? I talked to a 40-year-old dude. He was like, I've never owned a house. I've never lived in a house. He's only lived in apartments his whole entire life. So I'm like, God, we got to get you into a house. And that will just change your mindset. And then you look at the facts that, you know, education for the kids are better if it's a right. house, if, if you own the house, right. right? Just so many things fall in line with that. And it's a, it's a special business um personal training with camp gladiator yeah that's fun um it, my <laughs> i feel like i'm I, my league experience it makes me have a very 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 short I have, I have a lot of tolerance but i don't deal with a lot of bullshit yeah right like 
Like, hey, Deb, if you say you're coming to work out, come to work out. Right? Like, I'm going to love on you if you're there. If you show up to right. camp, I'm going to give you the best workout that you can get. I'm going to coach you. I'm going to give you all that I got. Don't but waste I, your time, though. But I'm not going to chase you down. Right. right. Like, I can't do it. You guys get, get it early in the morning, too, don't oh, you? yeah. I run a 5 a.m. two yeah. days a week, um, yeah. 6.30 p.m. That, that same day. Um, and right now, since the wife is down, I'm going to be running her 5 a.m., two of those other days. So four days a week, I get up at like 3.30. Oh, she 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 hosts sessions, too. Yeah, she was first. Okay. Right? Ah, she was okay. first. Oh, she got uh, you into it. Yeah, it was, it was actually. Oh, she made like, you do it, huh? She no, made no, you no, do no, it? No, 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 no. no here's, here's the deal. Dev, I'm cheap. I'm, I'm, I am frugal. So here's what happened. No, we were pregnant with our first, right? And excuse me, there was a um, a sale on a certification, and she was like, "You might as well get certified because whenever I have the baby, you can cover for me." And I'm like, "You damn right," because I don't want to pay fifty dollars a pop. I'll just do it. So then I cover for another trainer, and then I cover for her, and then eventually I took over a camp, and it's just been kind of like a. It's like a family business. We're trying to build a little empire over here, impacting lives like like crazy. Um, but yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun. Been doing it for like three years now. And then real estate's been going on for about nine years. Um, and they, they kind of feed each other. It's a beautiful thing. You never, very rarely do you have a lead source that you actually get paid from. You know what I mean? So being able, I mean, it's, I remember seeing people come in, can't squat, can't move, have no rhythm, and then they work with you for a while, and then now they're squatting, they're moving, they're doing stuff that they couldn't do before. What about people like me that can't tie their shoes because I'm so fit? Nah, hey, I'm not. I'll, I'm not that I'll bad. Eventually, yet. I'll eventually. Don't don't even let it be yet. Don't even say yet. Like eventually, I'm at, the, I'm at the. I'm at the. Uh, when I tied, I'm not. I yeah. can't tie yet. But I'm I need. The, uh. I need you to. I'm gonna get you some slip-ons, and we are gonna get out there and work. I just. Man. I just. All I want you to do is just show up. If you show I, up, I I'm, promise you. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be like Orson Welles and eat my fat ass to death. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Don't claim I'm that. Gonna go, I'm going to go outside like Unicron. He or, says or, that. Or, or, Dr. Cloud. Anthony, you got you to gotta say something with this guy. This is the same guy who literally sat on his podcast and said, if I train for a month, I can run a 4640. I can do that, dog. I'm telling you. Like, everything's, <laughs> still, everything's still cool on me except my belly, man. I, I look like a uh, uh, Eminem character, but other than that, I'm shaping like the bad guy in Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, right literally, oh, you, can, you can tell he's drugs. He's got he's got the skinny arms, the skinny legs. You yeah, know, it's just he, the stuff in the middle that we got. I'm, like, I'm like T. I'm like T. Rex. Yeah, right it's like yeah. it's like turtle shell right in the middle of uh, right in the middle it's of his hard. Body. It's like the visceral stuff too that you know, your mama warned you about. Man, I'm, I. You could do it, damn. I'm just oh, gonna hit the lottery. I'm gonna hit the lottery. Go to Miami, just have some doctor chop it off. They don't go get you no BBL. <laughs> like, like, man. like Drake. Like Drake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't get the I'm give me some lead press on abs, and I'll be I'm good to go. I'm gonna get one of them little fleece, uh, them fleece fronts. everybody had a full. How old are you? Like 31 or something? Who me? How old are you for real? 38, man. Yeah, hey, I ain't nothing, man. I did 38. 38. 30. That ain't nothing. I know it. No. I know it. Hey, Thomas, Thomas says, uh, can we just play replace old Raiders friend? That's that's Rod, if you remember Rod with with uh with you. I mean, it makes sense. He said he you said you were cheap. Hey, <laughs> Andy will always be an honorary, honorary watch the football addict, right? Regardless I got five of where you stand, man. Regardless. Man, I, I am a cheap. I am uh, so 
I, I, I think I'm cheap just because I, I got to the league. I was like, this thing gonna last long. Yeah. I mean, I'm like go 25. To, go to XFL, man. Boy, no. Coming back 2020. <laughs> yeah, next next bro, year. No, sir. Honestly, bro, I said that people are like, you gonna go back and play? I'm like, well, number one, and not to sound uh uh not sound like an asshole, but the check ain't big enough. That's right, the first right. thing. And number two, I, I honestly I don't want to get in the way of somebody else's dream, right? Yeah. There's some kid that's like, I'm gonna play in the XFL, and I get them, they reach out to me all the time, man. Like, man, well, what do I do? How do I get to the league? I'm like, bro, you just gotta go out there and get it. Like, yeah. wherever you go, make plays. That's a great transition to the next question. Marcus says, I, do, do you talk to young football players about life after football or year before football? Just like you were saying. Man, I try to, I, you know, I try to impart wisdom upon them if I yeah. if I get in contact with them, just because there's there's so much that you get you get access to. Number one, I I did tell my my client with the Cowboys, I'm like, look, you're at a young age where you're gonna have a very big salary right at a very young age. You you have you could basically be set for life if you take care of your money. But then you have to start thinking, how do I how do I build on this? You know what I mean? Uh, how do I start to generate, like build a brand behind this thing? I mean, the internet is a beautiful thing now. Um, I've been doing some internet shows with like Dave. Y'all remember Dave Ross from Fox four up there in DC? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's out, he's out there in Vegas now. He's doing some stuff. Uh, so I've been on his show as a you know correspondent. Cool. Um, and it's like, I'm like, man, okay. So I got all these people watching me. I need to generate something that, you know, if somebody likes the shirt I'm wearing, they can buy it from me. You know what I'm saying? There's so many options out here. You just got to take care of yourself. Um, you don't need to, you don't need all the stuff you think you need just because you can buy it. Don't mean you need it. I mean, and hey, I, 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 I read a, a book on, I, it wasn't really on Zen, but maybe about like Buddhist stuff like that. And God was talking about the worst thing about a, a people is that their ability to, they always want you know what I'm saying yeah. if you could if you could cut the things you want out you would be a lot happier in life it's not even it's people. not even that though dev it's and this has went down a whole other path this is when you start to learn that you can live without there's a lot of stuff i want like i i would i would love to have a lamborghini in, in the yard i don't want to pay for it but i would love right. I mean, I'd, I'd love to drive a lambo but i don't need it you know what i mean i can live without one there's a yeah, lot you of got things. a you got a Lambo though, don't you? No, baby. Look, I got I got a little Benz GLA, uh, two fifty. So that's a little itty bitty little car. Uh, we got a Toyota Highlander, and we got the wife's two thousand nine Corolla. It's got about one hundred and fifty miles. 50, so, ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't on. have a Lambo, but he got eight yeah. other cars. Hey, I he got, said he's a humble man. He's a I got, man. I got three cars. It's got like sixty thousand miles, seventy. Like seventy-seven thousand miles and one hundred fifty thousand miles. What about the ones the IRS don't know about? What about them cars? Boy, look, why you talking? <laughs> I got a letter from them right here. I need to pay them. Um, I'm not evading anything. Thank you very much. So don't, don't get me started. I just no, got my I, tax return back last yeah, week. I, I got three. Yeah, they run. They're behind. They're running oh behind. Gosh. Okay. They're running behind. Crazy. If you ma- if you're mailing in the check to the IRS right now, they're putting it in a box in a room somewhere. I don't know when yeah. they're going to get to it. Okay. Um, but no, I just like, I just try to get, I get what I need and I try to live well, well below my means. And, and, and I think that once you can do that and really at any level, I mean, you can be in a league, you could just have a regular, you know, nine to five, you live right. below your means, you'll be good. 
Like, you don't have to have. Just because I look on, I see Dev balling with his headset. So that don't mean I got to go get his headset. Is yours yeah, wireless? Yeah, yeah, I can't. Nah, nah, this is, this is my girlfriend's headset. That's how I broke up. That's what you hey. call frugal. It's purple. Hey, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong right. with it. I'm at her house. I, I honestly will say I have to force myself sometimes to be like, okay, get the get the nice thing in this yeah. instance. Yeah. I tried to do the cheap microphone, um, but then that didn't work. So I was like, let me just get the nice mic. And then my kids broke it. So now I had to get another one. See the cheap one, the cheap one is over there on the shelf right there. You can see yeah. it. It's up there. That's the little cheap one. It's it's horrible, but hey, yeah. it is what it is. Man. So what what do you final thoughts on Sunday? How how do you think how do you think that game fares out at Sunday at one o'clock? Well, number one, need the fans to show up. Yeah, Phil and I will both be there. We will be in the stands. Yes, we will be there. Do your part. Do your part. Um, I mean, you know, you already know what you're going against. You're going against an explosive offense, right? Um, They got three just stellar receivers, and real talk. Real talk, you hell, Michael Gallup about to be a free agent. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, obviously, yeah, you just got done paying uh Curtis Samuel, but man, the show would be show would be nice to throw bring bring old Gallup over there and then have him get to play Dallas twice a year. I'm sure he'd enjoy that. Uh, but we need that back end to be sound against these three receivers, right? Um, Coop Coop is gonna be Coop. Um, CD's going to do his thing. Uh, you just got to prevent, excuse me, prevent those big plays uh, from those receivers. And I would love for, uh, was it, who's the tight end? Schultz? Yeah, I, want the, Schultz. I, I would love Dalton, Dalton Schultz to just get all the little catches underneath. If you can keep the ball away from these other cats, that'd be good. Um, last week did a shitty job of tackling against the Raiders, so you got to tackle better. Um, just like they're – you don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have, we don't have to be like, you don't have to do anything too crazy. It's more of a control thing. Control the game on offense. Don't turn it over. No turnovers. If you can steal one yeah. or two on, on defense, that's huge. Right. Don't turn the ball over. Right. They, they, they're getting, they got Demarcus Lawrence back. Um, they got Micah Parsons now. Right. So they're both doing things. So we need to be able to run the ball with AG. You need to be able to be creative on offense. Don't be too don't be too cute though, but you got to be able to move the ball downfield. Um, I think you can take it. I think you can take advantage of Trayvon Diggs, right? The same way that, he, that uh, Terry did last year. Yeah, I think that I think that Terry can get him again. But the thing is, Trayvon don't follow nobody. He's not finna flip sides. But I don't think you need to run away. I don't think you need to be like you don't need to run away from him. You just have to. You have to, you gotta, you gotta have to double move him because he likes to jump a lot of routes. Um, but then, like, if you catch him, he'll find himself in the slot on somebody. But you gotta be able to take advantage outside of that. Uh, if you get, if, if, if no, you see, no play, no blown coverages, play McCain. discipline. Bobby McCain, like, honestly, it's, it's gotta be, look at, look at the previous games. Look at the previous games that Dallas had struggles on. Take that recipe. Take that blueprint, right? Keep everything in front of you. They're going to try to force something. Yeah. Because Mike McCarthy then came out here talking all that mess. We're going to win the game. 
I bet. I dude, bet can't he, he, dude can't even guarantee a win with diabetes. Ain't <laughs> it's like shoot, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta get out there and get on the field. I, I think if you just play sound, Tony, Tony Pollard is a guy that they gotta watch because yep. um, he's explosive. He's yeah. a really good player. Um, but I'm just saying, just keep it boring. It don't gotta yeah. be high scoring. If it gets to be high scoring, we in trouble. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because we the offense is really not a is not a a high scoring offense. Uh, see, was it zero turn zero turnovers? Ag and Heineke effective. Yep, defense steps up. Dig didn't have a defensive touchdown. Thirty four. I honestly, I think thirty four thirty one is too much. Right, we give, scoring thirty four points. We can't. I, I don't. I don't see us getting thirty four. Like it's got to be like a 20, twenty to seventeen. 2017, 17. you know, like it's kind of got to be an ugly game, right? It's got to be 15, an ugly 17, game. The last two, yeah. You know who's going to be a, a big, a big player? This like it sound don't sound sexy at all, but Tressway, mm, like field position. When, when yeah, field position. Like when My we don't, player. when we don't get no, you know, if, if the offense can't get something going, he's got to pin them deep. Special teams got to play well. It's got to be a full. Full game, full full effort from the entire team. That's yeah. That's your best bet. And but this, it's not me. I'm not coming in in into it like a little brother mentality. Like man, if we oh, we gonna who knows what's gonna happen. I think that you can play your game, but just know that everybody got to be on top of their stuff. Not try to do too much. Um, if we can get something out of Samuel or somebody other than Terry, that would be love. Yeah. Tristway shows up every week. And then uh, somebody else said, I heard Micah might not play. I just checked it out. Micah's playing. Tony Pollard's questionable. So Micah's going to be man, there. Man, look. Man, look. They're playing until they're not. All right? yeah. Dante Stallworth used to say that Bill Belichick would always say, don't worry, he'll be there. Yeah. All right? Oh, he's questionable. Don't worry, he'll be there. Questionable just means it's 50-50 mm-hmm. legally. That's why he. That's why Belichick puts everybody as questionable. Oh, man, the king of it. Hey, question of it. Tom Brady's question. Oh my God, is he gonna play? Don't worry, he'll be there. Yeah, right. Man. So, Don't so Anthony, you, when when the offseason comes and and Gallup's free agent, and we're rumored to be pursuing him, you know, if you could do us do us a solid and uh, you know, tell him all those things you're talking about. How in Dallas you're another guy. You go to Washington, do some things. You'll get love forever. Yeah, you can just uh put that in Gallup's ear. We'd appreciate I'd love it. To. I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love to. But I mean, shoot, the only, I mean, you, you, we just paid Curtis. You know what I mean? So yeah. That's the only. That's the only thing. And I mean, I, I got I, cap I would, space. I, shoot, man, got to pay Terry I, I, first. I will tell you. I will tell you. You better take care of Terry. Don't. Yeah. And I was thinking this the other day. Do not let these these homegrown kids get out of here. Yeah. No. Oh my gosh! Please don't, 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 yeah. don't, don't be cheap. Don't be cheap. If you don't break the bank, break the bank on Terry McCoy. Hell, yeah. sign him now. Sign him yeah. before this game on Sunday. Yeah, right. right? Sign him at like, the game. Yes. Hey, this pregame ceremony let you know we signed Terry McLaurin <laughs> to a five-year, hundred twenty-five million dollar contract. And the um, name is Commodores. And the name is Commodores. Talk to the Commodores. You like that? I like. I, I, I like the Commodores. What do I think yeah. of De- Deami Brown? Do you like Sunday I, afternoons? Say again. I said easy like I was making a Commodores joke because he oh, said Commodores. That's the last time Lionel Richie was black, according to Chris like Tucker. Sunday morning. Yeah. I said it'd be easy like Sunday afternoon. 
Yeah, man. He was like Lionel Richie was like Drake. Man, I was just <laughs> having a I was just having a kind of, I, I some meme came about Drake. I don't even want to get into that, but is was it Marcus say what do I think of De- Deami Brown? Mm-hmm. I wish I would I wish you we'd see him more on the field. He's kind of gotten eclipsed by uh Carter. Yeah, he caught a good pass last game. Yeah, pass. yeah. He's, that dude came out of left field. I think yeah, I mean Carter's come out. It seems it seems like it seems like uh Deami is just he's just a young he's a young guy who's got a lot of potential. He's just got to learn how to have success in the league. Like that's it's tough, man. Like I mean, when I got there, I can I can truly say I was a fast guy who I could run some routes, but it was like I I, I had to learn how to be a pro receiver. I had to learn how to operate. I think in college and high school, it's like very simplistic route. You run a go. I hate I, I I honestly I hate the offenses. I hate how they just throw it up. Everything is like playing back into the receivers, a jump ball. I want to see stuff get caught in stride. Like run yeah. by dude, run a post route, quarterback drops it up there on time, it just hits him in stride. Most, most high schools play. don't have the personnel to teach kids that stuff in high school though. Well, is that and they don't have the time, you know, the coaches don't have the time to truly, you know, teach that stuff. Um I mean, now people win just by getting folks in space. I used to cover – I covered Texas high school football for three years. Um, and it was it was crazy how, like, no teams ran dig routes. Everybody ran go route, go route, go route, and they would, like, put the fastest guy on a go route. they bring the second fastest guy back in, run another go route at the same DB, and then try to do it a third. Like, the offense was so boring. Yeah. And, I, and then – and that – Falls his way into the into college, and those guys get to the league, and then they have to learn how to. Hey, you got to run twenty yards full speed, and then stop and turn right. And they're like, "How the hell do I do that?" You know, they don't. They've never been asked to do some of those things. Um, so I think that uh, Deami, this upcoming off season is going to be huge, 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 huge for his development. Because um, now, you know, DeAndre Carter has found he's kind of etched himself a little spot in there. Um, I don't know if Adam Humphreys is going to be around. I mean, he's, you know, Adam Humphreys may not be there. You know, if Deami can, if if Humphreys or Carter, I'm sorry, Deami or Carter can learn to fill that like dependable third down slot receiver spot, Humphreys can be gone. And then he's been, he's had a good career, but it doesn't have to be, you don't have to put Terry in that spot. Or if somebody can play outside, then yeah. you get a whole lot of interchangeable pieces, and they just got to learn to be pros. They frankly need to they need to call Santana Moss, yeah, and uh, that's who they need to talk to, learn he, from him. He's still up here. I know he is. He's commentating on the sidelines. I learned, Bring him I, in. Hey man, look, I learned I learned so much from Santana. I learned how to be a yeah. pro from yeah. Santana, man. Like. He's our resident cowboy, cowboy killer. He's our he's yeah. our resident cowboy killer. Best, yeah. best spin move in history. No, yeah. and and he could spin the ball. And oh, yeah. Yeah, spin yeah, yeah. for like thirty <laughs> seconds, man. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> we played we played Detroit, and I caught a pass, and I, I'm like a jokester, right? So I I done spun the ball, and he's like, hell yeah, hell yeah, Armstrong. I'm like, damn, my spin is wack as hell, ain't it? In the middle <laughs> in the middle of the play. But you know, 
They were laughing at it. But I was like, man, I've been trying to work that spin, and it just didn't hit like his. So yeah, you kick you kicking his ass in the Dougie though. You own that one. Oh, but that's yeah. me. I mean, I got to, <laughs> I got to. That's the that's the crib, and it's not Cali Swag District, right? It's Lil Will. Give respect to who it goes to. It came first, right? Like New Orleans, right? New Orleans. Hmm. That's Texas. Texas. That's Texas. Yeah. Dallas, Texas, baby. D Town Boogie. Okay. Shoot. See, see, came see, first, right there. Yeah, that was that was you know, yeah. I thought I 90, thought it was Rob. I thought it was Rob. I thought it was It takes no. two. I thought this was I first seen. Well, it was it was in it was I forget the name of it. It was in the movie. It was in the movie, and he was like, "Yeah, I hit it with the Dougie." Yeah, I hit it was with it the Dougie. Was it Cold Crush? I hit it with the Dougie. It was like Cameron, I think, and they were like, "I hit it with the Dougie." Uh, oh, Dougie paid it full. Paid it full. Yeah, paid paid it full. yeah right. but it's a, it takes two to make. I thought it was like the like when he did a little dance when he was against the wall. Maybe, I thought that's what it was. Maybe, maybe so, but the you got song, pulled up. You got the pulled song up came out and yeah, my Dougie hit, and I was like, yeah, that's goes, it. One, two, three, get loose. It takes two to make it. That's where he does the dance. That's he why did, I thought it came he from. Did, he did a two, he did like a, a no, 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 no. That was like a that was a two step with 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 no, he did the whole thing. he did the whole thing with his head and everything. Watch it. But, it takes see, two to make a thing all right. See, I would say the Dougie itself is just, is just the is just yeah, the just head the, yeah. is just the head roll yeah. rub part. Now the other little jigging part, that's the D Town Boogie. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. Right, so it's two the different little, moves. The little, the little wheelchair move. Yeah, I knew I knew the Dougie when I was a kid. We used to do that. It takes two. Yeah, like well, a, you but, yeah. Uh, you know, got part. it with the wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My knees don't really. My knees don't I don't don't appreciate that as much as <laughs> no mine, mine neither, man. Mine neither. <laughs> well, and we wanna we wanna thank you so much for joining us on episode 100. This is a special episode for us. Hopefully, many more to come. And thanks for breaking down, you know, some Dallas stuff. And and it's always just good to catch up with you, man. You are truly, you know, our one of our favorites. So we, we really appreciate you yeah, taking the time and appreciate y'all and, having me. Yeah, congrats to you, you and the uh, you and the family again on on Arrow, man. I, I really hope you know the next step of fatherhood treats you well. Get some sleep if you can. <laughs> man, I got a game. I got a I got a game of Madden. I got to go play right now, man. Oh snap! You don't want them problems. No, I'm in a. So I'm in a. Uh, we've been running like a Madden league. franchise league for like yeah. I don't know how long. Any other ex players uh, in it? Just friends. No, these are just just a couple friends from. So it's, I got like a wild hodgepodge of people. Some friends from like college. Um, couple couple of cats are were are some Miami Dolphins fans, and I met them uh, like at training them. camp. Huh? You know all the fan, like all two of the fans they have. You know, there's actually three of them. <laughs> I got yeah. three of them in there. Uh, one dude is like a, a, a diehard Cowboys fan. Um, and he lives in Cali, and like th- these other cats are like some just consummate hustlers. They always been in something, but they play the game. And I was like, man, y'all come on and, and uh, get in this little league with us. And there's some cats yeah. that that are in in Maryland that are in the Navy, and so yeah. we got a little nationwide thing going on, man. But these okay. cats are important now. So, what's your system? What do you play on? What's your PlayStation, man? I'm on PlayStation. Yeah. Same here. You on yeah, five? I was, too talk, five? I was too talk, I couldn't get yeah. one in it with a Series X. I'm on a PS5, man. I waited. Yeah. I did not jump on it. I did not pay an exorbitant amount of yeah. money because, number one, what I say earlier, Deb? I'm humble. I'm cheap <laughs> and frugal. I was like, I was like, frankly. Six cars. I was like, three. I, and, 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 and my wife paid for them. 
Yeah. So there's that. See, that, that tells you everything you need to know. He got three cars that he's not telling the IRS about, and they all in his wife's yeah. name. Damn, I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> Don't make Mark, me fight you. Marcus says, Thank you, Anthony. We Be all, blessed. We all watch BML. See DL on Sunday. All right, Marcus. We'll see you. Yeah. No, man. It's uh we on PlayStation. It's a lot of fun. Y'all are yeah. more than welcome to join. Yeah, that more than welcome to, to join. I'm on Xbox. I bust y'all's tail in though. I played the Washington, I played the Washington football yeah. game too. Dev, every time you say that, you go out there and you do not rep the There's a one time I lost, everybody gonna let it run down, man. But hold on, Ed, do y'all, do y'all play do you play custom rosters? Do you play fantasy? How do y'all how do y'all do it? Do y'all play as is or you draft? Uh, man, so we I'm me personally, I like to make it as difficult as possible. Yep. To uh to play the game, right? So yep. we did start way in the back where it was like you have to pick teams that are in the bottom, like third of the league so it was like 80 80 overall and under or like or like 74 and under so like you had to pick some trash teams i want people to develop the roster try to grow up and and make themselves there so then we found a way doing the fantasy roster so we do a fantasy draft um, so that way it's kind of spread out Um, but i found that people always trade for the same people they trade for the fastest cats so now we're adding in like little um caveats where we play with the contracts Okay, so like the people that run up the stats a lot will reset the contract on your ass. So now you got to pay this quarterback that you've thrown for 30,000 yards and 300 touchdowns in a season. (laughs) Now he wants to get paid a half a billion dollars. Yeah. You don't have the cap space to do it. So now you got to let him go. And so we just try to find different ways to make it difficult. Um, That's the way we play. I mean, I got Zach Wilson at quarterback right now. He's doing all right. Okay. He's doing all right. Doing yeah, right. we're making it happen. We in the playoffs, though. There you go. Hey, for those out there, go ahead and follow uh Anthony on Twitter <laughs> at Mr. Armstrong13. Anthony, where can they find your um your your gladiator stuff at? Oh man, it's on campgladiator.com. Uh, you have to look for the wife to look for Jessica Armstrong. She's Jessica running Armstrong. the virtual. Okay, she's running the virtual, but I mean for real talk though, it's it's probably the most affordable thing you can get. Right. Uh live workouts. Um in your on your phone or, or on your computer, they do them via Zoom. Um, I'm running four. I run four fifteen p.m. Central on Monday and Wednesday. Okay. Um, we just dropped the eight fifteen because I got to put the kids to bed now. Yeah. Um, so you can catch me twice a week. We have recordings as well. Um, shoot, I think we got. I got a couple people that are from. There are a couple people in Maryland that do it. So it's a it's a pretty good thing. Eventually, CG will make its way up to DC. Uh, I don't know where they're gonna do the locations at, but we'll make it up there eventually. Y'all are more than welcome to to, to come out and and give it a give it a go. Yeah, as well. I'm trying to. I had something else on my head. I can't remember no more. Hey, now it's time to plug, man. Give been, anything you want to plug. I've been hit too many times. I guess <laughs> oh shit. Oh. Let, let me let me let me not say that, man. Let me not say that. I I tried to avoid getting hit as many That's times right. as possible. Um, I will say this: the rest in peace to Dar- Demarius Thomas. That was oh, sad yeah. news. Very yeah. sad. That was Very sad, sad news to hear that. Thirty-three. Uh, Thirty-three. Thirty-three years old. years old, man. It's like man, man. life. Life is Baby. precious. Yeah, it really is. It really is. But y'all be safe though, for real. Yeah. Same to you, and um, you know, wish wish for the best on Sunday, and hopefully we'll we'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you for oh, joining yeah. us again. Stay on after the theme music. 
Yeah. <laughs> As always, hey, thank you everyone for listening and tuning in uh, with our special guest, Mr. Anthony Armstrong, for episode 100. We'll catch you guys live from FedEx Field in the parking lot on Sunday. I don't know. Well, I don't know how we do it. We're going to figure it out. It we'll get be, it some way. You might be a oh, I know. I know what I was gonna say. I know oh, what I was gonna say. Go ahead. Um, yo, if y'all got any NFTs out there, man, y'all shoot them my way on 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 Twitter. Okay. Right, let me see your. Let me see your work. All right. Let me see your OpenSea links. Right. Send them to me, Mister Armstrong Thirteen. I've gotten into that into that NFT okay. space. I like the crypto space. Yeah. I'm collecting some things, right? So, hey, let me see what you got. Yeah. The the crypto game is something we're slowly getting into. We got on the Doze train. I'm kind of on the ship train. I know you're a big XRP fan from our previous conversations, right? Yeah, man. You're a Ripple guy. Um, I'm still learning. It's always always fascinating. Just so much to learn about it. You know what I'm saying? It is. Steve and I are holding on tight to that sheep. Look, I'm going to tell you. I I, I got some ship, Shiba too. But it's, I mean... And I don't expect it to do anything crazy. Right. Like the next time it pumps, I'm getting the hell out of there. That's um, what I'm going to do. I can't wait. Dogecoin <laughs> too. As soon as Dogecoin goes up again. Next time it pumps, I'm gone. Yeah. You, you got to get the ones that have some uh, utility. XRP, um, Hedera Hashgraph, uh, ADA. They're about to get sued, though, by the SEC. But really? ADA is going to. Yeah. Yeah. ADA, yeah. ADA has got some utility. That's Cardano, yeah. right? That's Cardano. Cardano, yeah. yeah, yeah Cardano. Yeah. Um, Solana is a good one. Yeah. Um, I've been kind of like a little file coin here and there. I have, I have a few, but those are some of the ones that I think are going to be, you know, from listening to people that I follow, they seem like those are going to be pretty good. But send yeah. me them NFTs, man. I'm looking for yeah. some artwork. That's the next way to go. Hey, real quick, my mom just joined in. Hey, mom, shout out to you. Love Mama you. Lynn. <laughs> Mama Lynn. Hey, Mom. Uh, hey, Dev. Uh, Marcus said he'll be at Diamonds. I don't know what that means, but he's like, oh, hey, I got. I know what I. <laughs> right, yeah, ain't no ain't name. Hey, hey, we got. Guy. You got to wait till GM gives me my profit sharing check. Then we'll be in there. Uh oh, get that chip shortage figured out. I have three cars like like Anthony yeah. here. <laughs> put put make sure you make sure you invest a third, please. Okay, put a there third over there. In some sort of cryptocurrency. I'm invested. I'm invested. I'm invested. I'm invested in uh uh whatever a girl's name is, hot booty. That's what I call it. Might be named Diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, real quick before we close out, I don't know. Tio says, What nickname does your roster call you, Anthony? I'm not sure if he's talking on PS4 on the when you were on the Redskins. I'm not really sure what he's what he's talking about, but I mean, frankly, the only nickname I had is Scoop, and that's out of uh, that was that was in college. Okay. And that was there was a cat named David Green. He does uh, he does recruiting for high school. Uh, he gets kids in high school uh, like their college tape out, get tape out to colleges. Um, and he came out. He was like, "I'm gonna call you Scoop," and I'm like, "Hey, right, whatever." And he introduced me to everybody that he knew on campus. And so after a while, I was known as Scoop. Nobody knew who Anthony Armstrong was. Literally, my junior year, they were like, "Anthony Armstrong," I'm like, "Who who is that?" And they're like, "Scoop," and they're like. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, scoop. Now, now scoop. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Scoop. Yeah. So Scoop's the one nickname I got, man. But um, I got you. No, I it. think he was talking about your 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 username on, he said on Madden. I don't oh, know. Oh, uh, well, my PlayStation is a Strong 17. Okay. Strong 17. Um, if you add me, man, if you can add a message in there, please put a message in there. Yeah. Don't just add me and be like, hey, I added you. 
Like they, I'll, they, they I'll, spam on PlayStation now. That's crazy, isn't it? They're, they spamming on, they're spamming on PSN now, like like bots and stuff. They're trying to trying to get you and you know, like these fake bots come in and try to get you to have a conversation, click on this link. They're doing it through the PlayStation Network now, too. Nah, so I don't want no That's all, I was the Xbox. It's, oh, yeah. I hate it. It's I don't crazy. want no links. Just if you're gonna add me, add me. Uh we can play. I might go play some Call of Duty while I wait yeah. for this cat to be done. So there you go. That's what I that's what I play. I I I jacked this. Let's go. I gotta have I gotta take Dramamine or smoke or something before I play Call of Duty because I get like motion sickness. So you can't concentrate. Sign your ass up for Camp Gladiator, man. Come on, there you go. You need it. You need it. All right, Anthony. We we thank you so much, man. We look forward to talking to you uh, to you soon, and uh, you know, just God bless you and the family. And we wish you nothing but the best. Yes, appreciate y'all, man. Y'all stay safe. Stay on, man. That's right. As always, peace. Wake up, Phil. Hail. I know I'm promoting out here, baby. I'm I'm doing my doing the social media hustle right now. Hey, don't right. don't hang up after the theme song. I heard you, Dev. I heard you, Dev. I ain't going nowhere. All right, till Sunday. Let's go. Let's go.